0: Hi, it's Greg and Lucky, and this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed.
1: People were asked about uh, small wins and uh, how many you think you have in a year. And on average, we have about uh, 1,460 small wins a year or about four a day. Small, small wins. wins. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That seems like a big number, four small wins a day. Uh, maybe it's because we've set the bar probably very, very low yeah, that that number be, is so must high. Be,
0: yeah. Um, Was that like, like a small win is like, like scoring a deal on something?
1: Yeah, That might be uh, up high on the list. There's little things like rushing to work and making it on time, completing a chore, hearing a song you like on the radio. Oh, like wow. really low. Right, yeah. Um, then a little higher on the list. Bigger wins, finding cash in your pocket, extra 20 bucks you forgot about. It's always nice. Finally paying off a bill. I wouldn't know. (laughs) Achieving a fitness goal. Finishing a book. All right. Yeah. Most people said just one small win can sometimes turn your whole world around or the whole day. All right. I was going to say, not the whole world. And four and five say they've tried to appreciate their small wins. All right. You know. I will say, although I'm Mr. Doom and Gloom, a lot of the time. I will take moments in my little life when things seem to be all on track. Yep. And I will pause for one moment. I used to do it a lot when we were in Windsor and everybody was far, far away. <laughs> it was just Maria <laughs> and me and the boys. And the boys were good and we were good. And I'd stand outside on a nice hot summer day beside the pool with a beer in my hand. And I'd say, this is all right. All right. This is all
0: right. Not bad. This is good. Tough day to think about small victories, especially if, uh, you know, they're talking about interest rates going up. Mm. And uh, a lot of people cringing at the thought of that, mm. especially if you've dipped a little harder into the the, the credit as many have through mm-hmm. not only the pandemic, but now the holiday season. Yeah, I mean, I guess even when it does go up, it's
1: so low right now. Right, yeah. Even if it goes up a smidge, it shouldn't cause too much trouble. It's, if it goes, <laughs> you wake up one morning, it's 1.5. You wake up the next morning, it's 9.3. <laughs> And you go, well, where's the tent? Right. Because that's what we're going to move into. Uh, little surprises like a free coffee or a great parking spot also rank high. Okay. Yeah. A great parking spot is always terrific. Very good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You you uh, That is a small victory. That's a great example yeah. of, of a, a little win. Yeah. That uh, you pull down that, that lane and, you and you're just hoping and like three spots in. You're like, wow.
1: Yeah. Yesterday heading to the grocery store, it seemed very, very busy. And I, so I went up one aisle and down the other. And, and then I get up the third aisle, which is kind of dead center to the door. And isn't the front spot sitting there open? Wow. Like, what happened? They must have
0: just left. You pulled in like Burt Reynolds.
1: Cut off some 75-year-old woman.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you need the exercise, lady. Oh, every now to at the grocery store, you'll see, like, you'll, you'll get to that spot. And it'll be empty. And you're like, oh, great. you go to pull in. Yeah. And someone's left a cart there. Yeah. Like, oh, Curse you!
1: And there's always that moment too of the two of you heading for the same spot. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah usually, especially this I'm time fo- of year, I'm a folder. Okay, I give it up. I mean, unless I'm like you know a part way into it, but if I'm still coming up and I got my indicator on and I'm kind of heading the, and there, there, I usually just give it up. Hmm. I would think, and it's not on this list, but it's certainly on mine: a quality bowel movement. <laughs> You know, you look down into that bowl, and you've successfully had what looks like a good, healthy deposit. You want to tell you? You, you say, I'm, "Look at me! Right. I don't know what's going on really inside of me, but that looks like I'm pretty good." It's our indicator that life is
0: all right. I saw someone prank their spouse by uh, by just leaving a sign on the top of the toilet seat that said, "Possible world record gone to get tape measure. Do not flush." <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, it puts an extra step,
1: uh, an extra little uh, jump in my step uh, when I when I have a, a quality movement. But anyhow, yes. Yeah, so four small wins a day. You got a whole day ahead of you. Let's see if it happens. Oh, my gosh. Look at this. Another Hallmark Christmas movie drops today. Tonight on the Hallmark Channel, Christmas in a Gourmet Restaurant. He's a former priest, turned big city restaurateur, who's famous for his holiday hot cocoa. She's a former pole dance instructor, turned food critic, who's fighting a lifelong battle with lactose intolerance. Are they really from two different worlds, or do opposites really attract? What are you? New? It's Christmas in a gourmet restaurant. Tonight, on the Hallmark Channel.
0: Rock Mornings with, with Craig Venn and Lucky. 94.9
1: The Rock. Somebody decided it would be a good idea, actually a company, a marijuana company in Massachusetts decided, that they were going to try to make the biggest weed brownie ever baked. No word from Guinness yet, but it's 850 pounds and has 20,000 milligrams of THC. (laughs) To put that in perspective, a standard dose is usually 10 milligrams, so it's like 2,000 brownies packed into one. Okay. Required 1,344 eggs, 81 pounds of flour, and took an entire day to bake. (laughs) (laughs) And you'll be baked for a lot longer. Oh, yeah. Their headline says it's for sale, but it sounds like the company's already had plans for it. It's being divided up into smaller uh, brownies and distributed to medical marijuana patients in Massachusetts. So okay. that's, that's nice. And, of course, uh, if you uh, went out and bought one of these and fired it up, you'd certainly be looking for the brownie. Uh, the KSC uh,
0: fire log that smells like fried chicken yes. is back. Now, didn't you buy your father one of these? I did, yeah. We hadn't. I don't think he's gotten around to actually burning the thing. Oh, really? It'll smell like stale KFC now. Yeah. Uh, I guess Walmart has them.
1: Um, and they, they sell really well. It's called the 11 Herbs and Spices Fire Log. I guess it's probably the worst gift you could give someone who works at KFC because it's <laughs> yeah. the last thing they, they want to smell. <laughs> but when it comes to smells of restaurants, there probably is nothing better oh, than so the good. smell of KFC when you drive by it. Oh might be healthier for you to eat the log. <laughs> <laughs> it's a <bit> dry. <laughs> Put a little gravy on it. Right. It'll be fine. Uh, yeah, I, I've shared this story before, but there used to be this little public nine-hole course um, in, uh, in Brampton, and one of the holes, the third or fourth, uh, was right behind the KFC. And immediately, you're like, well, my game's done because all I can think of now is wanting to eat KFC. Yeah. And it was always a beer store. Near KFC, because the the combo pack, the bucket of chicken and the case of beer.
0: (laughs) It's the perfect meal. It's a good combo.
1: Yeah, I haven't had KFC in a very long time, but uh, when the lovely Maria and I were dating, she worked at one, so we ate it a lot. Right. That's where I got introduced to the dipping of the macaroni salad into the gravy. Okay. A little something to try if you haven't, because it's very, very good. It still probably goes down as my favorite uh, restaurant gravy. Uh, it is quality. I haven't had it again in a long time. Maybe it's changed. I don't know, but I do remember it being amazing.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm really hungry for KFC. Yeah, you not open at six in the morning. I breakfast? don't think so. No a breakfast chicken.
1: No, I think that if we showed up at six in the morning, they would call the police. Right? See, you've got a problem, dude. Anyhow, that's available if you got anybody. And I mean, not many people have a real fireplace anymore. And that's the thing right. too.
0: But well, and that's you know, we'd have a wood stove at the cottage, but didn't want to burn it inside. I'll oh, really? Rather put it out in like the chimney or something outside.
1: Right. Yeah. Cause yeah, I just don't want to be on too windy of a day or you'll lose all that, no. that scent. But I don't really want the entire house smelling like <laughs> KFC either. Might seem like one of those things, too, when you first light it, you, you're taking a whiff and you're like, that's really cool. And yeah. In about 15 minutes, it's like, oh, now I feel sick. Yeah.
0: Just Just like after eating KFC. <laughs>
1: Nick Cannon shared some devastating news during the Nick Cannon show yesterday. Take a listen to this. This weekend, you know, I made a, a valid effort to spend the most quality time I could spend with Zen. And, you know, we kind of got a chance to go to the to the ocean. And so, you know, but I wanted to make sure that, you know, I had allowed the sun to rise and, you know, kind of hold my son for the last time. But it was still, it was a beautiful setting. Yeah, his uh, son, Zen, uh, five months old, uh, succumbed to brain cancer. Mm. So posted some photos of him and the, and the mother. And uh, I applaud him. I mean, uh, many times you see celebrities, uh, anybody in any kind of uh, position of having the, uh, the the privilege of talking into a microphone or in front of a camera. will often keep all of their personal stuff to themselves. But uh, it, it's... Uh, it's very important, and it's good for your your viewers, your listeners, to uh, share those moments with you because it, it makes a connection. And so I, I applaud him for doing that on the air. It's got to be incredibly tough to lose a... Uh, you know, there's nothing nothing worse. I saw my parents go through it. There's nothing worse than losing a child. You couldn't imagine it. And uh, even at five months, uh, I guess he he was born, um, and then they noticed that he was having some sinus issues, and the uh, the doctors thought his... His scalp was larger than than it
0: should have been, so they started looking into it and found pretty quickly that he had uh, brain cancer. Yeah, they, they discovered a malignant tumor a tumor a few months ago, and and at the time they thought it was okay, and then uh, just in the last month they noticed it was growing a lot faster yeah. uh, than it should be, and uh, you know you think boy at five months you know, and barely had a chance to to see the world or uh, none of it, you know, and uh, you know a lot of people look at Nick Cannon and say, well, he's got lots of kids. He's got seven or mm. six now, but it, it you know, it really is a, a, unbelievably heartbreaking. And it's something that we, as, you know, as parents, when you, when you get to that moment, you wish for, you know, healthy first and foremost.
1: Right? Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, if somebody actually thought, well, you got enough, you got spares, right. that's just a horrible thing to think. Holy cow. I mean, there was a time many, 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 many years ago, centuries ago, decades ago, uh, where, yeah, families would have lots of kids because the... Uh, the idea was we knew you're we going to lose a couple of them along the way, mm. just because you know healthcare and all that wasn't up to par at the time. But uh, nowadays, you expect even if you have one or seventeen, that they should all uh, live, and uh, so that's a real shame. The People's Choice Awards were on last night, and as always, The Rock he just steps up and, and does his thing. Uh, when he got uh, announced as the People's uh, Choice uh, for uh, for the Champion Award, the People's Champion. Uh, After saying his thank yous to this person and that person, he did something different. Guys, this is Shushan. Say hello. This is a total surprise. I met her earlier. I told her how inspired I was by her story. She is a
0: survivor. She has fought literally for her life. She has inspired her family, her friends. Now you guys here, now the world that is watching, thank you so much for this. And I just want to tell you that, you know, Muhammad Ali,
1: one of my favorite quotes that he says is, The service to others is the rent you pay for the room you have here on Earth.
0: (laughs) You represent everything that it means to be a people's champion, so this is for you.
1: First, um, thank you for this. (laughs) I didn't expect this at all. (laughs) Yeah, thank you so much. To you and to
0: Make-A-Wish.
1: My pleasure. Yeah, she's there with uh, Make-A-Wish.
0: Wow. So uh, he gave her the champion award incredibly um, charitable. I mean, recently, um, The Rock was doing something for that that Red Notice movie that's out Mm -hmm. on uh, on Netflix. Good flick, actually. It was fun. We watched it with the kids. Yeah, it was all right, yeah. Um, And and he had surprised a bunch of fans um, by inviting them all to, I guess, a a, a premiere at a theater Mm -hmm. to watch the movie. uh, And kind of got you know, part of it was they had to kind of share their backstory, who they take with them, that sort of thing, and and why, and uh, and he picked one, a, a guy who was a, a veteran who also helped out at uh, hospitals, took care of his mom, and all sorts of stuff, mm-hmm. and and uh, and the Rock wanted to plan a surprise and get him uh, the Porsche that he drives mm. in Red Notice uh, as a gift. Well, I guess. Porsche wasn't on board with it or, or didn't get on board with it. And so The Rock gave him his truck. Yeah, <laughs> like his personal truck. I had to get a cab home. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> So here, he couldn't get you the one I wanted to get you, so here, just take mine. Yeah, well, it was a very nice touch.
1: The other thing that was on last night was this live in front of a studio audience, which I was very excited about. I loved the All in the Family and the Jeffersons one. And this one, I thought, fell a little flat. As it was, a uh, different strokes and uh, facts of life, and of course, uh, the big story was Jennifer Aniston playing Blair. And I don't know in the uh, in the All in the Family one, in the Jeffersons, uh, the the people Woody Harrelson, Marissa Tomei, they they really took on the characters of Edith and Archie. Uh, Jamie Fox uh, played George Jefferson. He had the whole walk down and everything. Now those characters were a little more over the top, so you could really kind of zone in, I guess, on on their little character traits, but. Um, I guess maybe most of the characters on Facts of Life, except for Joe, who was always the, the rough one, maybe the rest of them didn't have any really like kind of flamboyant things they did that that were their you know uh, thing. So it, they all just seemed to play the characters as themselves, right? And uh, and then you had some surprise appearances: Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, John Stewart. So for Will Arnett and Jason Bateman, of course, they had that podcast Smartless, and of course Arrested Development. So, but maybe the first time they were on camera together. Uh doing anything in gotcha. some time. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it was all just a little blah. I thought, of course, uh, with um, different strokes. Uh, I was disappointed because they had nobody played Dana Plato. They picked a script that she wasn't involved in. Oh, you know. And I just thought, well, she was a part of the show. Uh, Todd Bridges showed up at the beginning and said, you know, acknowledged all of the cast because he's the last one standing. Right. They're yeah. all they're all gone except for him. Mm-hmm. And they, they, everybody thought in the beginning he'd be the first to go. Yeah.
0: But, yeah, uh, he had his share of problems. Mm-hmm. Data Plato died at 34.
1: Yeah, I always had a crush on her when I was young. Mm. I was a fan. Anyhow, I thought that was a little odd. They had Snoop Dogg show up as a surprise guest. But uh, Kevin Hart played Arnold, and of course he dropped Arnold's catchphrase. What you talking about, Willis? I <laughs> <laughs> did it a couple of times, so. <laughs> you had that, at least. I mean, he, he's so small. Like, you... You know, when you see him against Snoop Dogg and other people, he's so tiny. Right. John Lithgow, at one point, picked him up and carried him. <laughs> he played Mr. Drummond. <laughs> and, and John Lithgow is not a young man. No, no. And we'll wrap up with this. You can uh, put this into your soup bowl or your breakfast bowl this morning. There's rumors floating around. That when Kim Kardashian met Pete Davidson, something inside of her told her she wanted to spend the rest of her life with him. They're talking about kids.
0: Come on.
1: Kim thinks he's the best dad. She's smitten. Kim and Peter saying they've met their soulmate. And Kim supposedly shared this. I want you just, next time you're watching SNL or anything with Pete Davidson, just remember this. You probably won't be able to forget it. Kim has supposedly also commented on his manhood. And says it's a scientific miracle. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody.
0: <laughs> Pete People have said the same about you, but I think for opposite reasons.
1: <laughs> so now the push is on, of course. Get the uh, Christmas shopping done. Make your list. Figure out who you got to buy for still. And this would be around the time that you start getting calls uh, from grandparents or other relatives saying, Hey, what do your kids need or want? They don't need anything, but to, here's the list of wants. And right. uh, even when you do that and, and try to help out and give grandparents some suggestions, kids are most disappointed every Christmas by the stuff they get from grandma and grandpa. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, it's it're probably not the right color or in fashion if they're just going with clothes. Right. Yeah, you know, it is. It is very tough to buy for anybody's kids because you just know anything they want, they've either got or are getting. Yep. So you're really just kind of, you know, picking through your closet, looking for somebody to hand me down. Probably even
0: tougher these last couple of years, too, with, you know, as out of touch uh, as we've been, right? There's a lot of grandparents who haven't had a chance to even see Mm -hmm. their grandkids if they've had to travel for it or something like that. So uh, it can be even more difficult to to keep in touch You're getting gifts that... You know, okay, here's here's something that you may have wanted three years ago. Mm-hmm. You're getting now. It's Tickle Me Elmo. It's great. <laughs> yeah, I, I I remember you know
1: when my boys were young and their manners hadn't arrived yet, oh. and you'd see them open something from a grandparent, and the grandparents excited because it's a gra- they love the grandchildren. They love right. them, love them, love them, love them. And uh, they'd open it and they just literally toss it aside. Yeah, you know. Yeah,
0: and you just go sorry. Yeah, that- so you look at it. You're cringing as they're opening because yeah. you know this. Here comes a complete reflection <laughs> on you and your parenting skills. <laughs> And your kids yeah. are about to embarrass you.
1: I mean, I think grandparents, when they're like four and five, you know, they, they look the other way. But if you're, you know, if your 18-year-old goes, Oh Grant. Yeah. nah, what the <laughs> hell is this? <laughs> Tosses it back in her face. <laughs> then you've probably dropped the ball as a parent. <laughs> but it does. I mean, it, it gets tough. You know, I remember we used to always uh, buy gifts for, like, the neighbor's kids. You know, bring over stuff for your boys. We yeah. like to give children gifts but, man, it, it, it might be the... T- I remember, like, being on the phone with you one one Christmas. Like, I, Toys
0: are Roscoe, do they have this game? Do they have yeah. that game? Yeah, what it, game do they need? Like, oh, they They, they, don't, they buy, don't need. Buy one that it's not going to take a long time for me to play. <laughs> or put together. <laughs> or put together. That's the answer. Yeah. And yeah. it is tough. We we get that all the time. And this is the time of year where uh, aunts and uncles and, and, and the grandparents, too, were saying, oh, you know, what... What are they into? Yeah. What do they need? And and it does change. Like I got a, a big shock the other day when I heard, like you know, the things had kind of changed in the brands that they they were liking and what they were asking for. As they get older, they're not asking for you know, as much, right? Or it's all really expensive, right? Right. <laughs> can't, can't exactly say, hey, listen, Ant. I know, uh, <laughs> you know, times have been tight this past year, but do they really want this uh, the new PlayStation, right? <laughs> Yeah, that's right.
1: Yeah, now, well, well, uh, we Evan who isn't so we anymore, right. He's at twelve now, right? Yes. Yeah. So he's what? He's into vaping, that kind of thing. There <laughs> <laughs> are things that are illegal, but aren't ethically or morally wrong. You know, some things overlap. Like you, you wouldn't go to prison for these things necessarily, and if you did, when you're standing beside a uh, serial killer, you don't want to share to him. That you paid for someone else's parking meter. And so that's why you're doing life. Oh, okay, gotcha. So is one of these things. You know, when you've paid, and you've paid for, say, two hours, and you only use 40 minutes of it, right. and somebody else comes along, it's a nice thing
0: to give them the... Yeah. The, uh, yeah, I, I consider that like a pay-it-forward type thing. Yeah.
1: Illegal? Uh, no, it's a, it's illegal, yeah. Oh. It's illegal to do. So if you caught, you're going to the big house. Really? Yeah. Loitering in a park. It's a sign sometimes, but really, the point of a park is to loiter. Yeah. <laughs> what
0: else are you doing in a park? <laughs> what is the point of loitering? Like, like, where's the differentiation between like sitting, mm. waiting, and loitering?
1: I think if, if you got a blanket and you're having a picnic, or you're throwing a ball with somebody, or you're right. doing something, if you're just on the bench with a trench coat on, flashing at people, uh-huh. you're loitering.
0: Yeah, well, you're doing a lot more than that. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, is loitering, like, do you have to be warned before you're loitering? Mm.
1: I would, yeah, I think you've been told to move along. It's kind of like when you loiter in a mall when you were a teenager and you'd hang out in the food court. Yeah. And the, the, the
0: mall cops would say, move it along. All right. Once they say move it along, you're you're no longer occupying, right. you're now loitering. I
1: think they used to say move around and I'd do circles because <laughs> I thought it was funny. Uh, yes.
0: <laughs> Bet they enjoyed oh, that. Oh
1: yeah, no, I was a hoot. Riot, jaywalking and crossing the street on a red light as a pedestrian when there's no cars around. Like jaywalking in general, you're not supposed to do.
0: Yes, it's illegal. Uh huh.
1: This one's very interesting. Prostitution, everyone does it for free. Why can't you get paid? Especially when you can get paid if you film it. So if you're a porn star, it's mm. not illegal, right? But if you're selling it on the street, it is. Right. It's, to me, you know, it's been said a thousand times. Oldest profession, why it's not legal, why we don't put these women and men who perform it in safe environments, I will never understand. I know why we don't, because of religion mostly and moral beliefs. Mm. That you're supposed to be married. Okay, nobody's even married anymore. (laughs) And aren't you paying for it when you take her out on a date anyhow? I was
0: going to say, marriage for that reason has cost
1: yeah. a lot more. Yeah. So I give her, say, $200 instead of, had
0: I bought her a watch and gave it to her, then it's not illegal. I guess, right? Uh, yeah, technically, yeah. If you look at some of these swiping rights. Yeah. So dudes, just drive around with a trunk full of watches. Right.
1: I'm giving, I want them to be on time. Timing is important. Yeah, um, Taking food from an employer when it's about to be thrown away. You worked in the catering business, you remember. Oh. Yeah, I guess that's illegal. Really? Yeah, maybe not everywhere. Isn't that what like, a staff meal is? I guess taking it is illegal yeah. Or, or and being offered it is not? Or if it gets tossed in the dumpster and you do some dumpster diving and you steal it, it's considered stealing. All right. You know, I was in the grocery store the other day, and and, uh, I feel bad in my home if I throw away a couple of pieces of cucumber. I saw them stacking trays of fresh salads. Right. I I have a feeling they were, you know, past their best due date right and go I'm like, where are these salads
0: going would they go to a, a, a i think it's a illegal or something like that i i have always wanted to donate these things well
1: i've always thought that they should and i know there's been a push on for a long time if anybody's in the restaurant business or grocery business and you know i should ask my guy i talk to him every yeah. day and my uh my grocery store manager
0: somebody could go to a shelter that night
1: right but it, it, i think there's been rules in place that you can't or maybe that's just for restaurants and
0: like catering, right? Maybe gro- because the grocery stores have a lot of prepared food that's yeah. there now, right?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. It's uh, I just saw this. It was a, it had to have had a hundred salads on it. Mm. So oh my god, if this is all going in the dumpster, what a waste! Yeah. Uh, sleeping in your car, it's uh, illegal. Oh yeah, yeah. Drinking at. Uh, 18 and 364 days. (laughs) Do we know anybody close enough? Do we know anybody who waited? No. (laughs) Got to wait till I'm 19. (laughs) Trying to think of how old. How old do you think you were when you had your first full beer?
0: Ooh, first full beer? Yeah. All on Uh, your own. Tough to say because I because my parents weren't drinkers. Mm. We never really had a lot of beer around. I didn't do the liquor cabinet it was it was, it was quite stocked mm. for other people that were coming by. They didn't have a lot of beer around. I might have been about 16.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I probably wasn't far off, like
0: 14 or 15, something right.
1: something in that range. Of course, I sipped my dad's beer as a breakfast beverage when <laughs> I was a kid. <laughs> Just an example of
0: how different our lives were. Rock Mornings with, with Craig Venn and, and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.